Let's go to Heim. Lucas from the Fantasy Football Fellas here. Welcome to another edition of Start Sit Saturday with Player Props. So much liberation. Uh, just me on the pod. Uh, if you haven't been caught up on our podcast, maybe you're a first time listener. Uh, typically how we release our podcasts, uh, we have a Wednesday episode that we release, a Friday episode that we released, and then a Saturday episode, a start sit Saturday. And we just started doing that. So typically, uh, Tyler and Cameron are the other two fellas. They typically do the early in the week podcast. And I do the Saturday podcast. We would love to all be in the same space, all doing the same podcast together, but with how our schedules are shaking out, uh, it's, it's proving to be difficult. So, uh, I've had to fill in for them on the past couple of Fridays, but typically starts at Saturdays. You just get to hang out with me, um, of a few different players. You start and sit, start or sit at each position. Uh, and we'll get to some player props at the end with our friends over at thrive fantasy. Um, yeah. So I hope y'all are having a great weekend thus far, or, uh, depending on what time this podcast get released, gets released. Wow. Um, I assume it'll be sometime, sometime around mid afternoon. Uh, so maybe you have plans coming up this weekend. Either way, hope you all have something fun planned for this weekend. Uh, it's actually, it's my grandma's birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, grandma. Um, we are, it was her 85th birthday. So we are going on a boat cruise with her and some of our other family members this afternoon. So that's my fun plan for the weekend. Uh, hopefully y'all are able to enjoy your weekend as well, but kind of enjoy it with some start sets. Okay. Uh, let's just dive on into it. Uh, we're going to start with the quarterbacks and, and I'm going to differentiate from how I did this last week. Typically I just went through all the starts first and then did all the sets, What I'm going to do, I think I'm just going to do it by position. So I'm going to tell you who to start at each position and also who to sit at each position first, and then we'll go on to the next position. So we'll do the entire quarterbacks, Tire running backs, tire wide receivers, tire tight ends. Um, so let's do it. Let's just start with quarterbacks. And we're going to start uh, with our start picks at quarterback this week. And our first one is Kirk Cousins against the Lions. Uh, Kirk Cousins against the Lions in 2020. I had seven touchdowns and 55 total fantasy points. It's been averaging over 20 fantasy points per game this season. Uh, and, and look, Dalvin Cook is still managing his ankle injury. So look, I... Kirk's going to have to get it done again this week. I know he put up a 10-point dud last week, but that Browns secondary is legit. That Browns defense in general is legit. Um, that Lions defense, not legit. <laughs> and not hard math. So uh, give me Kirk Cousins uh, in, in a in a 23-plus point effort uh, this week against the Lions. I think he's a he's a close to a top 12 play uh, this week, if you're, if you're really looking to play with fire and bench a guy like Justin Herbert against the Browns, even Aaron Rodgers, um, he might be a couple option. Ryan Tannehill. If you're starting him, I'd start Kirk cousins over him this week. So give me Kirk cousins as our first quarterback start for this week. Second guy I'm looking at, and this is, <laughs> uh, if the other two fellows are here, I think, uh, I think they'd be, I don't know if they'd agree with me, but because this is my episode <laughs> that I'm running with, and I'm speaking on behalf of, uh, give me Trey Lance this week. If you listen to yesterday's episode, our, our week five preview, plus uh, some Thursday night football recap, uh, I, I officially to the public outside of just like my preseason obsession with Trey Lance, uh, I planted my flag on Trey Lance yesterday. Okay. Uh, I did it for the future. And I ultimately, I really did it for this week because Trey Lance had 20 fantasy points in his first half of professional football last week. 
in one half, his first half of professional football, 20 fantasy points. And if the 49ers want to stay in this game with the high-powered Arizona offense with Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, Chase, you know, all the, that high-powered offense, they're going to need to pass the ball. And Lance went for 157 passing yards, two touchdowns, which was great. And now Kyle Shanahan has had a full week to scheme up a plan to make Lance look real good this week. Rushing upside is icing on the cake for Trey Lance, too, right? He had 40, I believe it was 41 rushing yards uh, on top of his passing yards and touchdowns, right? Like that, it's phenomenal. His ceiling is so high. He legit has top 12 QB upside this week. If you really want to play with fire, start him. I, I, I legitimately, I think you can start him this week and feel fairly good about it. Uh, in two QB leagues, absolutely fire him up this week. Um, if he's on your bench in a two QB league, um, get him off your bench, put him in your starting lineup. But in like a 12-team PPR um, single quarterback league, if you want to play with fire this week, I, I Trey Lance is, is one of your options. So uh, I love Trey Lance this week. I think he has legit top 12 upside. Get him in your lineup if, uh, if at all possible. Obviously, you don't want to bench. Here's the thing with these quarterbacks so far, right? Like I haven't listed – a Patrick Mahomes, a Lamar Jackson, a Jalen Hurts, right? You're starting those guys. You're not you're not starting Kirk over Tom Brady, okay? And obviously Thursday Night Football is, has, has come and went, so you, you don't have the opportunity to start him over Russ or Matt Stafford anymore. But you're not going to start these guys ahead of your your bona fide studs, okay? Your, your set-it-and-forget-it quarterbacks. That's not... Our, our goal is to give you like realistic fantasy advice without it being like stupid obvious, right? Like, I don't think you need me to come up here and tell you that you should start Lamar Jackson this week. <laughs> you should start Lamar Jackson every week, right? So if you're looking for guys to like, uh, if you're a streaming quarterback or you're um, maybe, uh, maybe you are a Justin Herbert um, fantasy manager and all of a sudden you're like, ah, against the Browns. Yeah, I want to look elsewhere. Kirk Cousins and Trey Lance could be your top options this week. So with all that said, um, our honorable mention here. So this is the other thing. I really didn't preface this too much. Um, I'm going to give two in-depth options, and I'm going to give an honorable mention too um, for each start and sit as well. So my honorable mention here, Sam Darnold. This is just riding the hot hand, right? Um, if Christian McCaffrey plays, his production takes a dip, but look, 300, nearly 300 pass yards and, and multiple TDs in every game this season that always leads to solid fantasy production. So uh, you can bank on Sam Darnold in your lineup this week too if you're looking for another another flyer. That's that's our honorable mention there. Let's move on to the sits for our quarterbacks. Uh, first one's going to be Derek Carr. And this is more of like a gut call than it is an analytical call. Like I don't have many numbers that like back this up, but here, here's the thing. So Derek Carr mentioned earlier this week that Joey Bosa's comments post presser, if you didn't catch him, basically Joey Bosa was like, yeah, we knew if we knocked him down, we would get him rattled and get into his head. Um, and Derek Carr was like, yeah, they absolutely. That's true. And that did bother me. And those comments are kind of still sitting with me. Uh, he, Derek Carr just kind of, I mentioned this in yesterday's episode too, but Derek Carr just kind of seems like the guy who, who, <laughs> who would let those words echo in his head, right. For the next three to four weeks and let it affect his play. Like he gets off to this hot start and someone just says something. He's like, oh, but no, I've been playing so good. Don't hate on me. I've been playing so good. Right. Like Derek Carr just seems kind of like that guy where it's like free real estate in his head. Um, so, I mean, 
that this is a good call, right? But the only analytical analytical number I, I have to to back this up really is the Bears are allowing only 17 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this year. So uh, I don't expect it to be a high scoring game with Chicago. That's the other thing. Uh, I would expect hopefully a bigger game from like Josh Jacobs, um, the Raiders run game. Uh, I don't think they need Derek Carr to go crazy this week like he did the first three weeks of the season, right? So uh, I'm going to sit Derek Carr this week. And, and that's, again, more so like you probably have him on your team. And you're probably like, huh, should I start him over a Justin Herbert this week? Maybe, um, maybe an Aaron Rodgers, uh, maybe a Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I, I would say you can still start all those guys ahead of Derek Carr this week. Um, just because I, I, it's not going to be a high scoring game. And I would rather chase the the higher upside of, of a Justin Herbert or Aaron Rodgers than I would um, Derek Carr, who's, who's been known to not, he's not a stud, right? Like that's the bottom line. I don't think you should start him over a stud. That's what I'm trying to say. So uh, next quarterback set we have is Baker Mayfield. And this one, this one is analytical and matched up base uh, because the chargers are only allowing 14 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks this year. That's fourth fewest uh, in the NFL. On top of that, they're allowing the second fewest fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So it's not like he's going to have anybody really to target, right? <laughs> the passing attack, th- th- this is saying the passing attack is going to be brutal this week, okay? Uh, he hasn't been great already this year for fantasy football, and look, it, that's not going to change. He couldn't hit the broadside of a barn on third down last week. Had Odell on two walking touchdowns, and he missed them both times. That's just the reality of this, right? So... Uh, don't force Baker into your lineup. If, if you have him in a two QB league, I'd look elsewhere. I'd look for a Trey Lance. Uh, if any, anybody who might be on waivers too, not a good week for Baker Mayfield this week. Honorable mention here, Ben Roethlisberger. I, I might just make Ben Roethlisberger the honorable mention every single week until he has a top 15 finish of the position this year, right? Uh, he's playing Denver. They've only allowed 12 fantasy points for getting quarterbacks this year. Second fewest in the NFL. No, no, don't start Ben Roethlisberger. You have no reason to whatsoever. Let's move on to the running backs. Have our stardom and sit them picks for running backs here. And, and the first start we had, and I, and I made this call on TikTok. If you don't follow us on TikTok already, fantasy football fellas there. Uh, we got over 19,000 followers. Let's go. <laughs> if you don't follow us there, go, uh, go join the community. We, uh, we got weekly content, start sets over there. Uh, and some of them overlap here, right? Like you'll see, like I put Kirk Cousins in, in our start TikTok. I put, uh, who's the quarterback I put? Uh, Derek Carr in our in our sit um, quarterback on TikTok, right? So usually overlap there, but uh, you get a lot more fun and entertaining entertaining content over there as well. So anyways, uh, Daryl Henderson was one who already played. So I'm just going to breeze through him quick, right? He I, I put it on our TikTok. So this isn't like a, oh yeah, I told you so. Um, this is like, we put it on our TikTok. I, I made this call Wednesday this week. Uh, and so far it's a pretty good call, right? So in three games, Gerald Henderson had played this year, scored at least 15 fantasy points and finished as a top 20 running back in each of those weeks. Uh, Seattle was allowing over 30 fantasy points for game to running backs. So, uh, he ended up, Henderson ended up with 16.9 and look, I'm thrilled with that. He'll end up being a top 20 running back again this week. We'll, we'll take our running back to dub there and, and we'll move on. So Daryl Henderson was on our start list this week and he's paid off so far. So next guy we have, um, to, since we just kind of breeze through uh, Daryl Henderson there, Cordero Patterson is the other running back we're looking to start this week. Right. And he's so I'm 95% sure across all formats, Cordero Patterson is listed as at least a running back. Some formats, I think he's the duo running back wide receiver, but I'm, 
95% sure on every format he's listed as a running back. So that's why we have him in our running back section here. And look, this dude is just too hot to sit right now. He's, he's too hot. At least 16 fantasy points in his last three games. 30, la- oh, 30 plus last week. A 20 plus point game in week two. And I realize the Jets are like far better against the pass than they are against the run. So that might limit Cordero Patterson's receiving work a little bit. But, okay, let's be real. There's no Calvin Ridley this week. There's no Russell Gage. Someone has to catch passes from Matt Ryan. And while some people are picking it to be Kyle Pitts, why wouldn't it be Cordero Patterson when he's been so hot recently? I mentioned this already, but if you remove his touchdown equity, he still had 16 fantasy points per game in PPR formats, right? They're going to use him more on the ground this week, right? The Jets have allowed over 33 fantasy points per game to running backs this year. That's the most in the NFL. I think Cordero Patterson's in for another big week. The matchup's just perfect. Uh, Dump-offs, no Calvin Ridley. I think it's just a perfect storm for Cordero Patterson to have another 20-plus fantasy week. 20-plus fantasy point week. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. Give me Cordero Patterson as a lock in your lineup this week. Likely a flex play. I don't know if you can start him as a running back too, but flex play for sure this week. Cordero Patterson, get him in your lineup. Honorable mention here, Damian Harris. Just a great matchup against the Texans, and he's a clear primary ball carrier for the Pats. Uh, look, Belichick's just going to terrorize Davis Mills in that Texans offense, so I'd, I'd look for them to run the ball plenty, and they don't, they'll don't. they probably get out to a jump on them early and just run the ball, right? Don't expect big things from the Texans. Thus, Patriots just dominate the clock. So Damian Harris as my other uh, startup pick for running back this week. Now for our running back sits, uh, we got, let's start with Miles Sanders. <laughs> and if you have been listening to our podcast since, ooh, excuse me, since we started it back in June. <laughs> First and foremost, thanks for your loyalty. Thanks for uh, continuing to listen to the Fantasy Football Fellows podcast. But you would know this, we are anti-Miles Sanders on this podcast. Not as a human being, not as a person. As a fantasy football player, okay, Miles Sanders has had 15 total touches the past two weeks. Not 15 in each week, 15 total. That's seven and a half touches per game. He hasn't finished inside the top 30 running back since week one. Yes, Carolina got shredded by Zeke last season, or last week, excuse me. But for the season, Carolina's still allowing the third fewest fantasy points per game to running backs. His PPR value might save him, right? He's still been getting involved in the passing game. But in what world do you realistically want to start a guy who's gotten only 15 total touches in two weeks and is splitting work with Kenny Gainwell? Not snaps, right? Miles Sanders is still getting like 65% of the snaps, right? But he's splitting work with Kenny Gainwell. They've split goal line work. I don't like that, okay? Um, I know... Panthers have some injury on defense, but the, the, the Eagles just don't want to, they don't like Miles Sanders. They don't want to use him. I don't care what the matchup is. I just, I, right now I, I have no confidence in Miles Sanders whatsoever. So Miles Sanders can, can sit on my bench. Uh, he can sit on yours too. He's our first running back sit pick for this week. Second running back we're, we're sitting this week is Melvin Gordon. Um, and we've actually got a lot of questions about him. Um, 
on our TikTok of like, oh, should I start this guy or Melvin Gordon? And it's like, I just don't know why you would want to start Melvin Gordon to begin with because you don't know what week you're going to get from Melvin Gordon. He's splitting time with Javante Williams still. Um, we've seen Gordon have 15 plus fancy point weeks, but we've also seen him throw up eight a couple of weeks, which you don't feel great about. On top of that, Pittsburgh's allowed the fifth fewest fantasy points per game to running backs this year, and they haven't allowed a touchdown to a running back this year. I don't see the reason to start Melvin Gordon this week. You can sit on your bench. There's a lot better options out there at the running back position this week. So Melvin Gordon can also take a seat on your bench. And lastly, our honorable mention, uh, this might just be like the Ben Roethlisberger one, right? Where it's like Miles Gaskin, put him on your bench until he does something. (laughs) Until he has a top 25 week at the position, a top 24 week if you really want to do a running back two kind of a thing. It's just a continuation. He's been bad. We, we, he was on our sit list last week for our sit list, our sit picks last week for uh, for running backs. He's just bad. That the Dolphins' offense is bad. Their running attack is bad. Don't start him. Put him on your bench. If you're absolutely forced to start Miles Gaskin, I I guess he's so bench him. That that Miami offense is just abysmal right now. It's it's ugly to watch. Let's move on to wide receivers. We'll have our start picks here for our wide receivers. And the first one is Marquise Hollywood Brown. And I don't understand the hate on Hollywood Brown right now. Because people people have been saying, don't start Hollywood. And they're basing it off their preconceived notion of last year. I don't care about last year. He's wide receiver 13 currently. Been in sync with Lamar this year. It's been really good. It's been really good for fantasy this year. So I don't, I, I just don't understand why people are like trying to ride this narrative of Hollywood so inconsistent. Yeah, but he's been great this year so far. It, this has been a different Hollywood Brown. Okay. Other thing is that Indianapolis is allowing over 38 fantasy points per game to wide receivers, even with the potential return of Rashad Bateman. They haven't said he's in yet. It's still kind of a blurry line. But even if he, even if Rashad Bateman makes a season debut, I don't see why you still wouldn't start someone who's got the hot hand in that offense right now. I don't think Lamar all of a sudden just like flips and is like, oh, you know what, man, we've been we've been pretty good with uh, with with Marquise here. You want to know what we should do? Should give half of his targets to Rashad Bateman. I I don't think the Ravens are dumb enough to do that. Marquise Brown's got the hot hand. He's wide receiver 13 right now. Get him in your lineup. Don't overthink it. <laughs> Maybe you have some other options where you're like, oh, but but Antonio Brown, but 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 Corey Davis. But I would still start Marquise Brown ahead of those two. And speaking of Corey Davis, he's the other one that we're going to start this week, but I would still prefer Marquise Brown. Corey Davis is our other wide receiver start this week. And here's the thing. Zach Wilson has found great success against weak secondary so far this year, which I, sounds like a stupid, obvious statement. I know, but here's the thing. We're talking about an Atlanta Falcons secondary, allowing nearly 43 fantasy points per game to wide receivers this year. And in those games where Zach Wilson has taken advantage of those secondaries, uh, Corey Davis has been a massive beneficiary of that. We'll take that again this week, right? Uh, this, this should be, a pass-heavy attack against Atlanta. Zach Wilson, I think he'll have another great game, another fine game this week. I shouldn't say a great game, but another another solid line this week 
I think Corey Davis should have a very, very good fantasy day. Again, get him in your lineup at your flex spot this week. Honorable mention here, LaVisca Chanel. Uh, and this one is Tennessee's allowing 51 fantasy points for game to wide receivers. Uh, and with DJ Chark out, look, I think you just have to get LaVisca in your lineups at this point. Uh, we started to see him being used more on the deep ball last week. I think that's great for his value. Uh, they need to start getting him involved downfield more. So LaVisca Chanel, the other um, start pick for our wide receivers this week. Moving on to who you should sit at wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. is the first name we have here. And this is just a continuation of the Baker Mayfield analysis, right? Because the Chargers have put uh, wide receivers on lock this year, right? Again, second fewest fantasy points for game to wide receivers allowed. Allowed two wide receivers this year, excuse me. Um, and Odell and Baker just don't look to be on the same page right now. Again, Baker missed him bad on three passes against the Vikings last week where Odell was wide open. And against this Chargers team, which has already been real tough, I I don't I don't see why Odell has any reason to be in your lineup this week. I would Marquise Brown easily over him. Corey Davis over Odell this week. LaVisca Chanel over Odell this week. Don't feel good about having Odell in my lineup against that tough Chargers defense. Second guy looking to bench this week. And this one, if you don't have the means to, I get it. But Brandon Cooks. I think needs to be on your bench this week. And the argument for Brandon Cooks this year has always been volume, right? But what happens when your rookie QB, Davis Mills is a rookie, goes against Bill Belichick? We saw how that went for Zach Wilson. That did not go well. Still threw for 210 yards, but even Corey Davis's day, right? Only had like four fantasy points that week. On top of that, Bill Belichick is one of the best, one of the best coaches at game planning to take specific players out of the game entirely. And the only threat the Texans have right now is Brandon Cook. So it wouldn't surprise me if Bill Belichick is like, screw everybody else. (laughs) That guy, uh, he's clearly the best player. We're going to take him out and we're going to make Davis Mills throw to the likes of Chris Conley. (laughs) Right? This just feels like a nightmare game for Davis Mills. I, if it's going to be a nightmare game for him, it's going to be a nightmare game for Brandon Cooks too. I think Brandon Cooks can find his way onto your bench this week. But again, if you're like, but the volume, I get it. And if he's like your your wide receiver tune you don't have, or a wide receiver or flex play, you don't feel like you have another solid option. Like I get it if you want to start him too, because the volume could end up still being there. Like Davis Mills could just force feed him the ball the entire game, but. I'm not going to bank on it. I think Belichick finds a way to just terrorize Davis Mills and that Texans offense and the Patriots end up just rolling them. So Brandon Cooks can find his way onto your bench this week. If you ask me honorable mention here, uh, Alan Robinson, look, he's just been bad this year. There's no two ways about it. The Raiders have actually been pretty solid against wide receivers this year too, allowing the 11th fewest fantasy points per game to wide receivers. So I think this is just a, a, a risk adverse pick, right? I don't know if you can trust Allen Robinson with Justin Fields at QB in your lineups until he puts up a solid game where you feel good about having him in your lineup. So, and, and the thing like Justin Fields just hasn't looked good either. Okay. Like I, I just don't have confidence in Allen Robinson and I don't think you should either. So honorable mention there, he can, he can find his way to your bench. Then let's wrap up our start sit picks here with, 
tight ends. First start pick this week, uh, Dalton Schultz. He's currently tight end four uh, in reception. So he's fourth amongst all tight ends in receptions. And the Giants are allowing 16.8 fantasy points per game to tight ends this year, which is fifth most in the league. You have Bradbury and Andrew Jackson on the outside, right? They're matching up with, with Amari and, and CD Lamb. I think Schultz could have himself another big game over the middle of the field. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Lose my voice here. <laughs> Dalton Schultz, uh, I think he can be in your lineup this week. I think he'll, he'll be uh, another, another solid top 10 option at the position this week. Second guy, I like Dawson Knox. And these two were hot waiver wire commodities this week, right? Uh, if you needed a tight end, you went to the waiver wires and picked up one of these two guys because they've both been on fire recently. Dawson Knox has been tight end two the past two weeks. It's had five red zone targets in that stretch too. Kansas City is allowing the fourth most fantasy points per game to tight ends this year. It's going to be a high scoring game. Look, I like Knox, Dawson Knox's chances of catching another touchdown this week. I, again, I have top 10 upside at the position, which is what you're always chasing at tight ends. You want the next best tight end out there, and I think Dawson Knox has a chance to, to be that at the position this week. So get him in your lineup uh, if you are tight end needy this week. Honorable mention here, Hunter Henry. Uh, he's come alive a bit here the past two weeks. Houston's allowing the second most fantasy points to tight ends this year. I think that's... Yeah, just a, just a flyer. If you're really looking for a, a waiver wire pickup, uh, Hunter Henry is probably out there in quite a few leagues. So uh, pick up Hunter Henry. He can probably be useful for you in your lineup this week if you desperately need it. The Titans that were sitting this week, Jared Cook. Look, he was great last week. I've seen people in our comments like, no, I'm not saying Cook. He was so good last week. Yeah, he was. I agree. But Cleveland has allowed only one tight end to score more than six fantasy points this year. And that tight end was Travis Kelsey. And this isn't hard math, okay? Jared Cook is not Travis Kelsey. There are better options to have in your lineup this week. I haven't seen the consistency yet from Jared Cook this year, and this isn't going to be a week where he's heavily involved in the offense, I don't think. So Jared Cook can find his way to your bench. Next tight end, Robert Tunyon. Okay, this is exactly what I was expecting coming into the year from Robert Tunyon. Not a big target share. Massive regression in touchdowns. He's tight end 29 on the year. And here's a short list of tight ends that have outscored Robert Tunyon this year. Gerald Everett in three games has outscored Robert Tunyon. Two games. Uh, three games. Yeah, three games because they're Seattle already played week five. Um, Jack Doyle. Mo Ali Cox, so both Colts tight ends. Juwan Johnson, New Orleans Saints tight end. CJ Uzoma, Cincinnati Bengals tight end. Tyler Conklin, and Max Williams. Minnesota Golden Gopher, shout out to Max Williams. Look, you got to sit Robert Tunyon. You have don't you have to? Okay, out of out of all of these guys that we already listed, there's somebody better out there right now that's going to outscore Robert Tunyon. You can send him this week with, with confidence, I would say. And lastly, this is just telling you not to chase chase previous week's performances. CJ Uzoma, don't chase his week four big game. That's the end of the story. So don't worry about having him in your lineup. Don't chase his his big week four game. I think things are, are going to change. They got T. Higgins back now this week. So 
don't chase the upside, the big game of CJ Uzoma from last week. That wraps up our start and sit picks for week five, but we're going to close out the podcast with one of my favorite parts, player props, weekly player props. If you're not familiar with a player prop, uh, typically you are given a number that a player will go over or under on. So for instance, Alvin Kamara going over 85 and a half rushing yards this week, taking the over under on that, right? So the player props we're bringing you uh, are brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app, uh, which allows you to create your daily fantasy lineup based on player props. So you're given a player prop uh, and the over under is assigned a point of value. So the, the higher the points, uh, the less likely it is to happen. So uh, you're rewarded for taking risks, but you're also Uh, looking to find the most successful lineup to rack up the most points to beat other people in the contest that you're in. Super fun, super useful. Uh, You can actually go sign up on Thrive Fantasy using the promo code FELLAS, F-E-L-L-A-S. You can deposit $10 uh, and get a free ticket into um, the Sunday contest, their their $50,000 Sunday contest. If you do for Thursday night football, you get a free ticket into their Thursday night football contest. If you do for Monday night football, you get a free ticket into their Monday night football contest. Okay. So depending on the time frame in which you sign up and which contests are available, you deposit $10, you get a free ticket into their $50,000 or $15,000 contest, depending on the night, which is a $20 value you're getting for $10 for free. You're getting it for free, right? And you're going to deposit money because you want to enter these contests anyway. So why not make it $10 and get a free ticket out of it? So you can go sign up on Thrive Fantasy using the promo code FELLAS, F-E-L-L-A-S, deposit $10, uh, and you get a free ticket into their, into their massive massive payo contest. Look, it's, it's worth it. It is 100% worth it. So that's where our player props are coming from this week. And we're going to start with our first player prop, or my first player prop, um, Cameron, Tyler, and I, we got together last night. We were able to hang out and chat a little bit. And we, so I think a lot of these we agree on. Uh, so I could say I speak on behalf of them, but these are some of my favorites that I found this week. Uh, I'm going to take Zach Wilson at over 244 and a half passing yards this week. You're probably like, Lucas, you're out of your mind. Rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson on the jets. Yes. I'm taking the over on 244 and a half for passing yards. And here's why in weeks one and four, where he played Carolina and Tennessee, not bill Belichick. Not that insanely good Denver defense against Carolina and Tennessee. Wilson put up 258 passing yards and 297 passing yards. Atlanta's also allowing 264 passing yards per game to quarterbacks this year. I'll gladly take the over on 244 and a half for Zach Wilson. I think, again, I, I mentioned it earlier. I think he has another nice game. He's been great against weaker secondaries this year. I think Zach Wilson could could have himself a real nice week. Uh, I'll take the over 244.5 on Zach Wilson. I'm actually going to take another jet here. I know, I'm crazy. I'm taking players from one of the worst teams in the NFL. I know, I know. But I'm going to take Jamison Crowder over 52.5 receiving yards. And we didn't talk about Jamison Crowder as much earlier in this podcast or even on uh, yesterday's episode. But look, he's going to benefit from playing this week at line of secondary too. And last week, Jamison Crowder actually led all Jets wide receivers with targets and nine. 
So he had nine targets last week, led all Jets wide receivers, and he topped 60 receiving yards last week. So if you're telling me he gets just as weak of a secondary this week, his prop is less than his total receiving yards last week, all day, every day, 52 and a half. I'll take the over on that for Jameson Crowder. No question. Next player prop I'm taking, Sam Darnold, over 266 and a half passing yards this week. And this just, okay, this, again, is not hard math, okay? Here are Sam Darnold's passing yards in every single game this season. So through the first four weeks, Sam Darnold's passing yards per game. 279, 305, 304, 301. Why would he not hit those numbers again this week? I'll gladly take the over 266 and a half for Sam Darnold this week. Lastly, you got Marquise Brown. I'm going to take over 55 and a half. I'm on the Marquise Brown bandwagon for this week. And again, this isn't hard math. Here are Marquise Brown's yards in every single game this season. His receiving yards, weeks one through four. 69 yards week one. 113 yards week two. 53 week three, 91 week four. So only once did he go over, go under, excuse me, uh, that 55 and a half mark. And it was by two and a half yards. This indie defense is prone to giving up big plays to wide receivers. So give me over on 55 and a half receiving yards for Hollywood Brown this week. So again, I'll run through those one more time. 244 and a half passing yards. Take the over on that for Zach Wilson. Jameson Crowder going over 52 and a half receiving yards. Sam Darnold going over 266 and a half passing yards. And Marquise Brown going over 55 and a half receiving yards. A lot of overs this week, but feeling pretty good about these picks. You can go make them on Thrive Fantasy. You can find them on your app store. Uh, sign up using the code FELLAS, F-E-L-L-A-S, deposit $10 to get a free ticket into their contest for the week. And that is all I have. I think I cursed through that a little bit quicker than last week's episode, but that's not the point. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fantasy Football Fellows Podcast. We're going to drop our socials here one more time. FF Fellows on Twitter, the FF Fellows on Instagram, and Fantasy Football Fellows on Facebook, YouTube, and 19.3 thousand followers on TikTok. Go give us a follow there, Fantasy Football Fellows. Thanks for hanging out with me on your Saturday. Hopefully, uh, let's see let's see how uh, how many dubs we can take this week with our starting sit picks here. Uh, I, maybe I should do a review of last week's. I'm just realizing that maybe I should uh, start the episode with a review of last week's picks and, and see how I did. But uh, I'll ask, anyways. Those are our picks. Those are our player props for this week. So uh, typically we're just three suits being dudes, but it's just me this week. It's just Lucas hanging out and at his kitchen table <laughs> recording a podcast, <laughs> being a dude. Uh, we'll, we'll see you all next week. Tyler and Cameron will be back on Wednesday with an episode. They'll be back on Friday. I'll see you all next half. Deuces.